0: This is Remembering Yugoslavia, the show exploring the memory of a country that no longer exists. I'm your promoter, Peter Korchnak. Rock music is a huge part of Yugoslavia's legacy. In the 1995 essay, Twilight of the Idols, Alish Deberdiak wrote that Yugorog was, quote, an authentic way of being that would bring me close to people who could understand joy and sadness without a lot of unnecessary words. It afforded me the rare chance to live in a multicultural society, end quote. Uh-huh.
1: ¶¶
0: Debeliok and millions of other ex-Yugoslavs continue to listen to Yugoslav rock because that music is, quote, a magic formula that secures our passage to that refuge among the eternally young landscapes of the spirit in which we will always be at home. I used Bielodugma lyrics to rekindle my study of the Serbo creation. I discover new bands, new discographies in order to not just listen to great music, but also to understand the place and its cultures. It's possible to know Yugoslavia through its music alone. I've talked about Yugoslav rock on the show, a few guests have too, and I've played some songs for you as well. Exploring that universe is like picking up loose strands that sometimes cross over others, other times getting tangled with them, and it's all a lovely raucous romp through the country's cultural history. Petar Janjatović's XU Rock Encyclopedia 1960-2015 helps, but even as complete as it is, as a book, it's somewhat two-dimensional. Well, I've got the best news for you. The XU Rock Center will put Sarajevo back on the cultural map, offering state-of-the-art exhibits about the hundreds of rockers who have created the sounds of nearly three generations, Soon, at Skenderija in Sarajevo, there will be a place bringing Yugoslav rock back to life,
2: and yes, back to reality. This is about looking forward and about inspiring a new generation to pick up a guitar or some drumsticks, to come to the center, to practice in the rehearsal rooms, or to just hang out in the jamming space.
0: This is going to be more than just exhibits. The planned performance space, cafe bar, shop, and proximity to Sarajevo's most notorious rock scenes will be a new beating heart for families and friends, Sarajevans and visitors to come together, enjoy music, and create something new. Opening in 2024, the XU Rock Center will honor and celebrate rock legends of the former Yugoslavia by presenting their music and legacy to visitors from the region and across the world. And it will help foster new generations of rockers in the city, country, and beyond. I've signed on for Remembering Yugoslavia to be a promotion partner of the XU Rock Center. And so, in this episode of Remembering Yugoslavia, the XU Rock Center.
2: Uh, XU Rock is one of the greatest rock scenes on the planet, and I can't wait to share these stories with the whole world.
0: A couple of notes before we get rocking. The place will be called the XU Rock Center. Its earlier working name was XU Rock Museum which is how I got introduced to the project last year. The two are used interchangeably throughout this episode and you'll hear a few songs in the episode which I'm playing with kind permissions of their authors and labels. please follow the performers on social media and be kind by their music. all the links are at rememberingyugoslavia.com/podcast The X U Rock Center is the brainchild of Will Richard, a Mainer who has lived in Sarajevo off and on for 15 years, and who is also the assistant coach of the country's men's ice hockey team, as you heard in the previous episode, Bosnian
2: Ice Hockey. The roots of Richard's passion for music go way back. I grew up uh, in a record store in in Waterville, Maine. My dad had this shop for 39 years, Um, and so I've always been sort of uh, surrounded by music I love rock and roll. Unfortunately, I, I don't play. I have a bass guitar, but I wouldn't want to say that I play the bass guitar. <laughs> but I, I love, I love, uh, I love music, especially uh, rock music from the sixties and seventies. And when I came out here, and I, I slowly got introduced to various bands from from Bih, but also from the entire former Yugoslavia. Um, and little by little, I was blown away by the music from out here. I mean, I'd never heard of, of any of these bands, uh, honestly, but now I, I, can, I can say there's hundreds and hundreds of really top-notch, world-class rock and roll bands from the former Yugoslavia. And I, I think it's honestly one of the, the strongest scenes in the world. I mean, we all know about you know, American rock and roll and British rock and roll and you know some bands from Australia or Ireland or, or Canada but I would put music from this part of the world right up there at the, at the same level. And the more that I was here, the more I sort of dug a little bit deeper and uh, I wanted to to find out more. You know, I love going on- online and, and learning about these bands or reading the, the liner notes, the CDs or learning more about all these artists, you know, from the uh, LP covers. Um, and for me, it's, it's, it's really fun. You know, like I said, the more that I, heard, the more that I listened, the more I became convinced that, uh, you know, this is really a hotspot for great rock and roll. So
0: a very American question, if you could highlight one or two of these, uh, musical acts and your journey in discovering them and how it led you to continue this, uh, journey of discovery
2: and, and appreciation. Actually, the first band that I really got into was Azra. I was, uh, in in Foča, which is a small town in eastern Bosnia. And I became friends with a a local artist out there. And he gave me a double CD of uh, Azra. I mean, I I hate to admit it, but I honestly never heard of Azra or Johnny Stulic or any of the the projects that uh, he was involved in. And uh, I quickly really got into the band. And I remember, (laughs) I remember at that time, I was starting to try to learn the language out there and i remember I'd, I'd go to the office and print out a couple pages of uh lyrics of some of my favorite songs and then i'd go home and try to uh translate some of the text and and try to learn a little bit and i remember the lyrics were so bizarre and i thought to myself back then in, in 2007 2008 man i'm never gonna get anywhere with with this language everyone's speaking like johnny Stoolich from Azra, I, I got introduced to obviously some of the other greats like AKV or or, or, or Zarbane Pushinik, Party Breakers. You know, started doing a little bit of research, uh, started to learn more about these bands and tried to connect the dots between sort of the various scenes across Yugoslavia. Honestly, there there's not a day that goes by where I don't listen to actually rock. After being surrounded by classic rock for so long. You know, at home, it really became uh, really kind of refreshing to find something totally, totally new. And I love, uh, you know, whenever I go back home for a couple of weeks to put this album on for my friends, or put this on for my for my dad, um, or to put you know another album on for some of the regulars that used to come into the store. And it's really fun to uh, to share these stories uh, and to share this music.
0: I can't help but think, you know, there's a long road from um, appreciating music, listening to music, uh, trying to learn the language from the music and so on, and maybe making the connections to actually wanting to do something like this. And something like this, I mean, the museum. So tell me a little bit more about that process. I mean, why a museum? Why not just, like you said, listen to music and just keep going and maybe meet people or whatever, go to concerts? Why a museum and why in Sarajevo for that matter?
2: Well, first of all, um, for my professional work, I've I've been involved with – several projects over the past 10-12 years with the OSCE and over the past, let's say, three or four years more specifically, um, I've been doing a lot of work on reconciliation. I I really believe that things are moving forward in the region. I think things are moving forward here in BIH uh, when it comes to reconciliation, when it comes to improving relations among people here in the country. And one thing that I've learned is that the, the key to this is, is bringing people together and bringing people together on, on common interest. And I think with this project, uh, with this XU Rock Center, XU Rock Museum, you know, one, one of the objectives is to, to bring people together. One of the objectives is to uh, bring people together on, on a common topic, on a common interest, on a common love for this music. This is it. This
0: is the essence of Yugo rock. Back in episode 36, Dream of the Yugoslav 80s, I spoke with the guys from Yugo Project, a band out of Cleveland, Ohio, that started out by covering XU rock music. And this is pretty much what they said, that this is music that everyone recognizes and enjoys, that transcends ages and eras, that brings people from all over the former Yugoslavia together. And it also inspired Yugo Project to make their own music. In fact, they're working on their debut album right now. Golitali Teleptiri Zauha, Does a Butterfly Tickle You Behind the Ear? should be out next summer. Here's a little preview a single called Nitko, Nobody.
3: Krik, izgubljeno sjećanje, pogrešno skretanje, prolivena boja, srušena se kvoja. Rakšti manikor, zamučen izvor, odlakčeni pas, Neizvoljen spas, a teško je bit nitko. Moraš to da znaš, ko se čivo bridko. Cepa život naš.
0: Check out Yugo Project on YouTube and Facebook.
2: Now, this museum could actually have a huge impact on Sarajevo. Not only could this museum highlight you know, the dozens and dozens and dozens of great bands from Sarajevo, but at the same time, the museum could highlight you know, the hundreds of great bands from across the former Yugoslavia. And I think as, as Sarajevo had one of the, you know, the richest scenes, uh, especially in the 80s, I think Sarajevo is uh, the logical spot to have this this museum or the center. And I think it uh, is also still in sort of a, a unique position here in the former Yugoslavia. You know, if we try to put this museum in Belgrade, I think, you know, there could be, you know, potential issues, you know, for example, uh, with Croatia. If we had the museum in Zagreb, we could have some issues with with Serbia or bans from Serbia. But I still think across the former Yugoslavia, there is still this sort of love uh, for Sarajevo, there is still this love of of the city. Everyone wants to talk about the glory days of Sarajevo, especially in, in the eighties, around the Olympics, and so on. And so, I think Sarajevo is is the ideal spot for this museum because of its its rich cultural history. And I think this could become a top five or top ten tourist attraction quite quickly if we're able to develop it and 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 build it as as we envision. Um, if we had this in you know in Belgrade or Zagreb, you know, this could be lost among you know other other attractions. And, and likewise, you know, here we're very close to securing a, a permanent or semi-permanent location right in the city center in Skandaria, uh, at Dom Ladi, at a historical location here in the city. You know, I think if we tried to do this in Zagreb or Belgrade we'd have a much harder time getting such a prominent location. It's still quite a big deal, if you think about it, that an American is doing this. The idea came about, I'd say about four or five years ago, to be honest. I was talking to some friends here in BIH. Bosnia and Herzegovina. And I was thinking, there's such a a rich music heritage here in the former Yugoslavia. It would be really excellent to have some sort of a museum or center dedicated to the legends of the past while also trying to inspire kids to become more interested in music and the arts. After sort of letting it marinate for a couple of years, I was with uh, some friends right before the pandemic, and I was talking to them about the idea. And they were saying to me, well, you know, you've been talking about this for a while. Are you ever going to do something about it? And then one of my good friends, uh, Valerie Perry, uh, she said, "Okay, i got a group of people. You've got a group of people. Let's meet next week and try to get this off the ground. So that was February 2020 right at the outset of the of the pandemic.
0: You may recall the think tanker Valerie Perry from Episodes 46, Two Schools Under One Roof, and 47, The Spectre of Dayton. In fact, she's the one who
2: first told me about the nascent project when I spoke with her a year ago. And then, really, since then, we've been uh, uh, moving as fast as we, as we can to try to get this going. We registered as an NGO at the state level here in BIH, officially called the XUROC Society. Um, and over the past, let's say, two, two and a half years, Uh, We've been busy reaching out to musicians, trying to secure a, a permanent space for the center, and obviously collecting memorabilia. I will definitely agree that Sarajevo is
0: a central spot for the reasons you mentioned, and uh, you know the, the least, maybe the least controversy among all the all the capitals. And a lot of people uh, have told me that uh, Sarajevo needs or would definitely benefit from tourist uh, attractions or things to do that don't have to do with the war, that don't have to do with the traumatic past. And so this is this is or will be the positive draw for the city, something something different, maybe
2: one thing that I've noticed this year, especially, is that there's a, a huge increase in, in tourism. Um, and the numbers are, are up significantly from you know 2019. And so it isn't just a, an increase over the past two years following the pandemic. And I think we, we can create an important attraction here in the city. And as, as you mentioned, I think it's important to, to have something that can really honor the the cultural past of, of this city and, you know, of, of the wider region. And it is true that, you know, a lot of the museums at the moment are focused on the tragic past here in, in BIH. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm, I think that's absolutely critical. Um, but I think there's space to have museums that focus on uh, World War One, World War II, uh, the war in the 90s, but also, we can have museums and, and centers that focus on music, the arts, creativity, and uh, you know, just offering something you know unique for uh, visitors from around the world. You know, if you're coming from the U.S. or you're coming from Canada and, and you've never heard of Bielo Dugme or Indexy or Ekvad, I really think we can make these bands relevant to everyone. And I think with the stories and most importantly with the music associated with these bands. You know, I think we can really raise awareness to the incredibly rich scene that was here starting in the 60s and still going on today. Before we get to the actual museum, uh, just one more question about the the origin and,
0: and maybe the response that you're getting. The story is... Uh, uh quote unquote, boy from Maine uh, starts or comes <laughs> up with the idea of uh, XU Rock Museum, right? So what's the response you're beginning uh, to that fact that, oh, here's an American trying to do this, or maybe on the flip side, maybe more controversially, why is it an American that has to, has to do this? Why not uh, a local or why not locals?
2: I mean, one thing that I've, I've realized over the past two and a half years is that it's it's a ton of work. You know, it's a ton of people that you need to know It's a lot of uh, negotiations with the space. It's a lot of reaching out to the musicians. It's reaching out to the collectors. Perhaps it hasn't been done before because of the the amount of work that needs to be done to make this happen. And I know that there have been talks of, you know, museums in the region focus on uh, music from the former Yugoslavia. But I think this is the first that will focus on the entire region. I know in, in Belgrade, there was a museum that was around for a couple of years that just focused on bands from Serbia. And I believe there have been exhibitions in, in Croatia uh, looking primarily at bands from, uh, bands from Croatia. Earlier in November, the Museum of New Wave opened in Zagreb,
0: showcasing the scene originating in that city. By contrast, the XU Rock Center... ...will focus on
2: the whole XU, which is, which is massive. I mean, there are literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bands that we need to connect with. So we're talking probably thousands of people that are going to be part of, of the story. And so it, it is a major undertaking. And so I guess to get back to your question, why does it take someone from the outside to try to get this going? I, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe when you're so close to it, maybe you don't realize just how good it is. You know, Maybe people from here are, are perhaps uh, you know modest about uh, their evaluation of, of the whole XU scene. And so maybe it's a little bit easier for someone from the outside to come in and say, "Yeah, this is really world class rock and roll," and maybe that gives me also a little bit of uh, credibility. You know, someone from the outside that's you know objective. And so you know, I think I think there are some advantages being from the outside, and uh, obviously the the disadvantages are you know being a bit behind on you know reaching you know these thousands of people that we need to connect with. And so I'd really like to build something special here in Sarajevo. I mean, for me, this is a, a city that I've spent uh, a third of my life in. And with the team that we have, I, I really believe we can, we can make this happen. Who else is working on this with you? Because you may be yeah. the idea
0: man, but uh, there's, uh, there's a team, and I know that there is a team.
2: There's a team of about 10 of us, officially part of this NGO called the XU Rock Society. Uh, most of the people are, are from, from here in, in Sarajevo.
4: I'm kind of ambassador of the ExU Center.
0: One of the higher-profile locals involved in the project, particularly the first exhibit on the Sarajevo music scene in the 1980s, is Zenith Josic. He is the founding member of the band Zabranjeno Pušenje, whose song Yugo 45 you heard in episode 20, Rock and Retro, and whose name translates as No Smoking. Josic played drums and later also sang back vocals with Zabranjeno Pušenje in the band's early days. Josic was also a member of the radio and television comedy troupe Toplista nadrealista. Stay tuned for the end-of-year episode of Remembering Yugoslavia about Yugoslav humor. After the war, Jozic graduated from the Bosnian Academy of Performing Arts and got a master's in TV production in the UK. He works as a television producer.
4: I'm presenting the idea of you Center to the people from the whole region, all ex-Yugoslav countries, and uh, I'm also connecting with uh, my colleagues and uh, I'm trying to get some support and also I get I'm trying to get some uh, artifacts and the things uh, from them and also I'm uh, involved in uh, explaining and uh, making the more clear picture of what's happened in that time because I'm a ki- kind of witness of that so I'm kind of filter of the these events and uh, I'm trying to give them my uh, suggestions and uh, helps on any way.
0: And so what are you hearing from uh, people, rock stars, uh, musicians when you approach them to donate uh, stuff or to get involved in other ways? What, what's what's the response that you're hearing?
4: It is very good response. Uh, uh, most of them are very uh, surprised and very happy to hear that uh, that we here in Sarajevo organize that uh, centers because uh, they believe uh, and as as we are that uh, that uh, Sarajevo is, is on a crossroad uh, in a, in the middle of the Yugoslavia, ex Yugoslavia, and uh, and uh, every bands, every significant bands and mo- less significant come to the Sarajevo and uh, play and uh, start. Uh, many of them start their careers and uh, play in the beginnings of their careers. So they have kind of emotional uh, connections. And the, on the other side, Sarajevo was very significant uh, and strong uh, rock and roll center in ex-Yugoslavia in, in, a, in one period. I can freely say that in the 80s, uh, with the production and the great uh, talents and the many, many of uh, potential of the bands, we actually lead the ex-Yugoslav We was the main, main stage
0: and main town in, in uh, ex-Yugoslavia. And you mentioned uh, you solicit uh, donations of artifacts from musicians. Have you donated anything, or have you been asked to donate anything? And if so, uh, what is it? What, is it? What's, what can we find in the, in the center that's uh, Zenit's?
4: Yes, uh, I've got a very huge archive. Uh, I've got a really big collection of the articles in an in a ex-Yugoslavian newspaper, which is for example jukebox uh, rock uh, and uh, polet in uh, croatia nasidani in in in, in um, sarajevo and, uh, I that, uh, and i collected that uh, and i collected some artifacts like congos, uh, drums and uh, some uh, prizes uh, you know and also my uh, some my uh, uh, stage clothes <laughs> i also find uh, the people and friends who can have such a kind of uh, things and uh, I connected with them and uh, beside the photos and uh, long play records, uh, tapes and uh, clothes and things like that on the top of these uh, artifacts is actually the the things w- which could recreate the atmosphere which we have it is actually our main goals actually we don't want to be kind of a museum with the stuff which is uh, you know have some historical value but uh, doesn't have an uh, i mean spirit of the of the that time we want to recreate the spirit of the, that time that's the main goal and so we will find a way how can we do re, uh, recreate that. But uh, it's our primary
0: goal. So what was it like uh, the 80s in, in Sarajevo? What was that experience like? What was that atmosphere like that you're trying to recreate?
4: In the beginning of the 80s, uh, there was uh, actually end of era of the, our biggest band uh, from Sarajevo, like uh, dugme and uh, Indexy and uh, mega popular bands probably the most popular bands in a whole x-u rock scene in a whole x-u rock scene in yugoslavia and uh it, it became in a in a, that period where those bands uh popularity actually uh, was on a top and it was the bigger uh, problem for our younger generation many of our members members of our bands uh, actually the bands around us actually trying to imitate it, uh, the belo Dugman index and it was big mistake and uh, in that time we find that is the best way that we find our way and our style uh, original style in 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 music it was uh, great uh, because we succeed in that <laughs> Uh, it it was a very strange situation, because uh, in the same time, we have a very popular TV and radio show, which is uh, popular in uh, all ex-Yugoslavia. The, our audience was about millions and millions. And uh, in the same time, we have um, rock and roll bands like Zabranjeno Pushenia Elvis G. Kurtović, Cerna Jabuka, which is... Also have a uh, golden records and things like that. So it was not ordinary popular bands or ordinary popular comedy show. It was a kind of cultural front actually. And we then decided that actually we spontaneously come to the name of all this movement. Uh, we actually founded the movement, a cultural movement which we call the new Primitives, or Novi primitivism. And it was the reflection of the, uh, some Western, a movement like a new way or a punk and things like that. So we try to get our original ideas and uh, original style and look on, on, on our world in that moment. Mm-hmm. So it was a great success. We have a lot of, lot of good uh, concerts and selling uh, a lot of records. And uh, as I said earlier, we, in that time, we really dominated on, on a Yugoslavian scene.
0: What, in your mind, that does make that movement or those bands, that collection of bands, uh, so important in uh, in the whole of Yugoslavia?
4: I think uh, there is a lot of social and cultural and uh, rock and roll reason for that. Uh, we always use the humor as uh, our vehicle. Uh, so I think I can say that uh, in a new primitivism, the humor is a major tool for the, sending the message to the audience if we compare that with the punk in britain there was always kind of uh, aggression and against the authorities and things like that uh, that aggression is kind of uh, the major um, expression of punk uh, in our case uh, in the New Primitivism, uh, humor is a major, major vehicle, and uh, it's present everywhere in, a, in our lyrics, in our music, in our comedy show, of course, and even in the films, in the fine painting arts and things like that. So uh, that is very well uh, accepted from the ex-Yugoslav uh, scene uh, because it was uh, fresh.
0: The name of the movement itself, New Primitives, is of course very self-deprecating. In his 2013 book Shake, Rattle and Roll, Yugoslav Rock Music and the Poetics of Social Critique, sociologist Dali Boromishina described the new primitives as a militant Sarajevist and Yugoslavist rebellion against cultural hypocrisy that emphasized homegrown, local parochial, as opposed to imposed, external cosmopolitan, local identity as the foundation of existence and the self.
4: One of the most important uh, things, uh, in we came into the end of one socialistic er era, And a new time comes and uh, we work in a moment where it was the socialistic uh, uh, way of looking on a culture was uh, almost uh, completely cliche. And uh, we bring some uh, new uh, style and new ideas and it was really, really well accepted.
0: The sociologist Mishina characterized ex U of the late 1970s to the late 1980s as an outlet for reflecting and commenting on Yugoslav socialism and the differences between the ideal proclaimed and the existing real. Its substance was social engagement, nonconformist outlook, and criticism, which made Yugoslav rock musicians the most consequential popular cultural catalyst of socio cultural and socio political critique in Yugoslav society.
4: And also we take uh, the street uh, uh, speech uh, as a kind of uh, a major speech in the media. Uh, so we use that, uh, uh, I mean street, I can say street, it is speech from the, uh, from the people on the margins of the society. We use that uh, as a kind of our instruments. So we, we bring that... Uh, words on a TV, on the radio, and it was completely fresh and, uh, and, and very funny.
0: By the way, this is a very abridged version of my conversation with Josic. The complete interview, including the top-list talk conversation, will comprise an exclusive end-of-year bonus to Remembering Yugoslavia's Patreon and PayPal supporters. Head over to rememberingyugoslavia.com donate to make sure you don't miss out. Zabranjeno Pušenje, the band, continues to make music. To date, they've released 12 studio albums, 3 live and 3 compilation albums. And they're still using humor in their work. Take the song Bosman, pravi bosanský superjunak, Bosman, the first Bosnian superhero, from the 2018 album Shoki Nevierica. It takes a worker by day, superhero by night to clean up the country's politics and crime. I'm playing the song for you with the band's kind permission. Follow them on social media and buy their albums at zabranjeno-pusenje.com
5: I poslušam potano, pa bi se monda, noću transformirom, počistio bi političku elitu jer iskreno nisam je mi ni biro, Meko ovdje treba da povuče crtu, veliki su lopovi, a kazne su male, skoristi to je super moči, vrlo transparentno i kao očale. don't cheat. They do ja sam They don't cheat. They don't cheat. They Yes, I'm super. Radnik. Noću čistit ulice od kriminala Para je mala, a puno krokodila Ovo nam je valjda naša borba dala Biću prvi bosanski super junak Biću prvi božnjo sa čeličnim mudima Imaću misiju, svoju tajnu bazu Kostim i masku i simbol na grudima Doveo bilo povedan Police and the da the od junaci, the se the city of the city of
2: partnering with people across uh, the region. For example, we're uh, working with uh, Petar Janjatovic in Belgrade. He's the author of the ex rock Encyclopedia. You may remember Janjatovic from episode 7, Yugo Futurist
0: Rock and Roll. He is one of many collaborators outside of Bosnia and Herzegovina that the ex rock Society team has been working with to get the center off the ground. I spoke with him about his involvement in the ex rock Center last May in the shade of some fruit trees in the backyard of a very hospitable friend of his. How are you involved with this project? Consigliere. Io sono consigliere.
6: <laughs> 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 you know, all of us we are coming with the ideas, all kinds of ideas for the museum, because okay, this is no I mean this is not something we invented. For example, one of my idea, not to play modest, <laughs> is to 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 have in that museum uh, all Music documentaries made in former Yugoslavia or about local scenes. So that would be the place when you can find everything. And like in library, you can go and said, OK, I would like to have this documentary about Ekaterina Velika or Darko Rondek or whatever. Just to have that in, in one place All music books, which are connected about the, the scenes. And uh, of course all kinds of photographs, posters, artifacts, guitars, clothes, you know, all, all kinds of, of things which can represent variety and uh, all important bands and, and uh, things which happened. Mm-hmm
0: and you are of course uh, the author of the encyclopedia you know everybody and everybody knows you so i'm guessing that you're f- making some of these connections for the for the museum so when you are doing that what are what are people saying what are these musicians etc from bands saying to you about, about this when you approach them to contribute a, a, an item or somehow be a part of this uh, story uh, everybody are very uh,
6: f- f- much for the idea hmm? <laughs> How about? <laughs> no, of course the food came <laughs> we, are in, we are in Bosnia We are in trouble <laughs> We are in trouble <laughs> <laughs> Lepo. Everybody are very much for the idea mm. Some of them are asking Why Sarajevo? And I said, come on This is the center of Yugoslavia And, um, and why not? Mm -hmm. And that means I also, you know, I I, I connect them, for example, the guys from Sarajevo, I connect them, uh, they they met uh, uh, Miroslav Cetković Cvele, bass player at Bayagas Band, who is trying to establish a Serbian rock museum in Belgrade. Mm -hmm. And of course, he has the same problem like we have here, space. So without space, nothing. But... You know, he's collecting stuff, he's communicating with the people, he has some kind of, uh, let's say, virtual museum. He knows what people have at home. And also, we are doing the same, informing people to, to, to save those things, not to throw away. Yeah. Uh, I met a f- few months ago a lady. She was in a relationship with one very famous Yugoslav musician, I don't want to name him. And he says, gee, fuck, when we broke up, I threw away all those golden records and stuff. <laughs> I said, no, oh. no, no. <laughs> but but it, it's important to inform people and they are, you know, going through their archive uh, basements and stuff like that, and they have the idea what to do with that. Okay, okay. For example, Yugrupa, uh, mm-hmm. I think the oldest uh, uh, active Yugoslav band. Uh, When the Brothers Jelic were in uh, 1972, I think, or 1973 in London. So the the guy who is actually from Belgrade, but at that time he he had some small uh, shop at Portobello Road and he was doing those glitter suits. He made that, that for them and they still have that so it would be beautiful you Mm -hmm. know just Mm -hmm. to to have and they are for example on the on the cover of the first lp of your group but they are dressed Mm -hmm. in that you know and can you imagine you know some uh, lsd colors (laughs) (laughs) and so they're donating that or not yet Uh, actually that that is in collection of cwele in Ah, belgrade so he will borrow us Ah, okay And the idea is to exchange, you know, also to to provoke the people in Ljubljana, in Zagreb, in Skopje to do the same. So if we have a net of uh, U-rock or local rock museums, we can exchange exhibitions and, and do the same. So I connect people from Sarajevo with a guy who, his name is Tosho Filipovski. He did the Encyclopedia of Macedonian Rock and Roll. Uh, Together, we are working with Amir Misirlic, who is a music journalist from Sarajevo, who wrote Encyclopedia of Bosnian Rock and Roll. I connect them with the people in in Slovenia, in Zagreb, in Rijeka. So, you know, we we try to establish some kind of of net. And uh, for you personally, I
0: mean, what does it mean to you? Museum.
6: Yeah, yeah. I mean, to save the, the, the history, to save the memories, to save the things. Yeah. And I think uh, it, would be, it would be really nice to have something like that here in Sarajevo, because in Sarajevo you have museums which are uh, about war, which is very important, of course. But let, let's make museum about fun, about love about, you know, peace. <laughs> uh, because Sarajevo is, let's face it, it's very touristic city. And people are coming here with these stories of, of bombing, of death. So, one museum, okay, let's spend a few hours to see about joy and to have the information about what was Yugoslavia was not only the civil war. Mm-hmm. There was something else. The, the and music. yes, and through the music, you can show a lot of about the theater, about uh, 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 movies, literature, because everything is connected. I mean, this is culture. So, in some way, that would be a, 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 a Yugoslav culture
0: museum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. What's it? Da. Another of Janjatovic's ideas is to feature musicians and bands outside of former Yugoslavia who are from or who have ancestry from that country. Chris Novoselic of Nirvana, the son of immigrants to the US from Croatia. Alex Lifeson, originally Aleksandar Zivoinovic of Rush, the son of immigrants to Canada from Serbia. Or Mark Varjak, aka Serjan Mijodragovic of the Sisters of Mercy, originally from Belgrade. When Nirvana
6: was about to play in 90, October 91 in Ljubljana, uh-huh. And uh, the, the manager, somebody there realized they thought the war is in Ljubljana, and it's dangerous. So they change in a few days concerts, so they play village muja near Trieste. Mm-hmm. So you hear you know people are talking before the gig, then yeah, when they are out, and Krinaval Selic says, <laughs> Good evening. We are Bielodruge. <laughs> That's a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience explodes <laughs> because audience for people from Slovenia and Croatia, uh, of course. By, by,
2: by. <laughs> people are quite uh, quite happy to hear that this is going to be happening. Uh, a lot of people say, "Yeah, you know, I can't believe this hasn't been done before." other people are saying you know this is going to be a, a really uh, difficult task in terms of covering the whole scene like i said from the 60s all the way up through the present but w- what's most sort of motivating for me is whenever i talk to people it's, it's something that puts a smile on their on their face i mean there's a lot of uh, you know negativity especially now let's say in in in, in bih just a, a week before the elections um, you know, there's a lot of people that are, that are frustrated with the political situation in this country. Uh, a lot of people who are hoping that, you know, the country would be in a better position 27 years after the end of the war. When we mention this project, this is something that immediately, like I said, puts a smile on, on people's faces and, and it's something that they want to be part of. Anecdotally speaking, I can
0: confirm this. Everyone I tell about the center or anyone who shares the news with me gets quite excited. So what are you building? What's your vision? What's your timeline? You you already mentioned the location. How's that going? I understand you have a phased approach.
2: We're aiming for spring 2024 for the grand opening of the XU Rock Center. And as part of the center, we're hoping to have about 1,000 square meters of space. About 11,000 square feet. Where we'll have 10 to 12 permanent exhibitions And then space for uh, rotating and temporary exhibitions, while at the same time having performance space, rehearsal rooms for kids, for students, um, and also to have a a rock themed cafe bar as well. And in terms of the location, we're we're very, I'd say we're very close to being at the point where we can sign the the dotted line for a a five year lease in Skandaria in the center of Sarajevo. And I think the location is is perfect for us, directly in in the city center. And I think we could get a lot of uh, foot traffic at this location. And uh, in, in general, at, at the center, we're hoping that you know this becomes not only a place for tourists from around the region and from around the world, but also a regular sort of hangout place, you know, for people in the city, including youth. We want uh, this place to be vibrant. We want it to be exciting. You know, we don't want it to just be sort of a a mausoleum to the past, but also a place where things are regularly happening. Uh, So, a place with with gigs, you know, every week, with different types of performances, different types of uh, uh, workshops, conferences, and and so on. And between now and let's say spring of 2024, in order to show to the public and also to show to the musicians and and to sponsors, um, we're planning uh, four temporary exhibitions over the next, let's say, 12 months. Uh, the first one will be on the Sarajevo scene from 1980 to 1992. Sarajevo rock scene, the golden years,
0: opens at Domladik in Skenderia on November 29th with a special imitation-only event. It will be open to the public the next day and up for two months through the end of January.
2: The second exhibition will be focused on the 40th anniversary of Idoli's landmark LP, Obrana i Poslenidani. dani."
0: magazine editors and critics voted the Idoli's debut album the best Yugoslav rock album of the 20th century. This exhibition will launch the week before Catholic Christmas and also wrap up at the end of January.
2: The third and fourth exhibitions are planned for later in 2023. The third exhibition will focus on the city of uh, Rijeka in Croatia, and the incredibly rich rock and roll history um, from this one city. And the fourth temporary exhibition that we have in the pipeline will focus on women in extra rock. We're we're aiming to create some momentum and to really give visitors and and residents here in Sarajevo a bit of a, a taste of what's to come. I've been discovering Yugoslavia through music, and it's been a
0: fascinating journey, full of twists and turns and reverb holes. You just never know what gem you'll find in the vast catalog of music that came out and that continues to come out of that region. For instance, I was looking for a rock version of Hey Slaviny for this episode and found not one, but two. You heard the first in the open, the instrumental intro to the original Slovak song Hey Slováci, from which the Yugoslav anthem is adopted, by the Slovak Nazareth cover band Lazarus. And this one, a metal cover version with Slovenian lyrics. It's the creation of Uros Andriášević on guitar. He was born in 1984 in Belgrade. This was my humble attempt to support the idea of reconciliation between people all over the Balkans, Andrijašević wrote in an email. The vocalist on the track, again, with lyrics in Slovenian, is from Croatia. But, Andrijašević added, relating to the comments on the YouTube video, reactions on this cover really underscore the sad fact that the process of reconciliation is still ahead of us. Find Andrijašević and his metal creations on his YouTube channel, under his name. And once you're there, behold the Yugoslav flag with an upside-down pentagram instead of the (laughs) petokraka. The exhibit on the golden years of the Sarajevo rock scene opens again by invitation only on the former day of the Republic. I really hope they'll have a fog machine, but even if not, Zenit Jozic and other ex rockers will be there.
4: <laughs> I'm not nervous because we uh, already fixed it a lot of lot of uh, things. We, I mean, we already got uh, collections from the all major bands, Uh, I'm really happy that uh, I can see real progress and uh, that we are making uh, collections which will be in the future really significant. We want to keep things uh, out of uh, culture of forgetting and uh, and give all these uh, bands and all these great musicians and people real honor for all what they deserve. Uh, because there was a uh, really good and uh, excellent music. I'm also happy to, because I believe that we will make a space for the new generation, which we will come and uh, give them uh, the space to play, to make uh, their careers and things like that. So I'm excited.
0: Sponsors of the XUROC Center include the Center for the Promotion of Civil Society, the Association of Composers and Music Creators, as well as UNESCO, the European Union, the governments of the Netherlands and Switzerland via their embassies in Bosnia and Herzegovina, and the Sarajevo Canton. And you.
2: The best way to support the XUROC Center uh, is to help us spread the word. You know, there are, as I said, thousands of uh, musicians that we need to connect with, and we're, we're trying to collect a really interesting set of memorabilia. And we're talking about thousands of items. And so if people can help us connect with musicians uh, to help us collect memorabilia, that would be fantastic. You know, also to connect with uh, fans from back then, from the 70s, from the 80s, people who might have photographs, people who might have old you know, newspaper clippings and so on. You know, we're trying to collect a, a wide range of uh, artifacts from from the past. And of course, there, there's also the financial assistance. You know, we're anticipating uh, this XU Rock Center to cost probably around $1 or $2 million uh, to get it off the ground. You know, we want this to be a very modern museum. Uh, we want this to have the, the latest audio-video uh, technology the latest uh, multimedia and, and, and so on, um, and so obviously all that costs you know a fair amount of money. So you know we're also looking for for sponsors, corporate sponsors, and also any individuals that want to to get on board. We have a XU Rock Center membership program. If you sign up, and there there are various levels: bronze, silver, gold, and, and platinum. Um, at the various levels, uh, there are different packages with. You know some XU Rock Center merchandise. We also have some some autograph items uh, that are part of the packages. And to become a member, we have a link on our website at uh, x-yu-rock.com. And uh, we're also on social media on Instagram and, and Facebook. Find us, follow us, spread the word. Every little bit helps.
0: Electric Orgazam's Megahertz Igra Rock and Roll Cela Yugoslavia The whole Yugoslavia is dancing rock and roll rocked to former Yugoslavia and its waning years in 1988 The song was everywhere everyone knew it and still does Exhorting listeners to think for themselves and saying it is rock and roll that unites them all The song was later used in the 1986 war movie Lepa Cela Lepo Gore pretty village pretty flame in a scene with paramilitaries burning down a village The message was all too obvious I can't attend the opening of XU Rock Center's first exhibit, but I'll plan on visiting in January and to be there for the grand opening in 2024. I hope you can make it. If you do, say hi to all of its creators and all the rock stars for me. And please support the XU Rock Center with generous contributions or become a member. Your contribution will support the development of its exhibitions, including display cases, AV equipment and various support, and renovation of music rehearsal rooms. Rock out at x-yurock.com today. Next on Remembering Yugoslavia
3: I don't even call it burek because I know it's not burek (laughs) I call it borek for a reason It's a pie I'm making out of phyllo pastry I have a lot of fun coming up with the fillings actually And I definitely don't claim to be traditional And I'm very vocal
0: Burek makes the world go round for millions of earthlings What is it and why do aliens voyage across the universe to get some? On the next episode of Remembering Yugoslavia Burek like you've never bureked before. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to make sure you don't miss out. That's all for this episode of Remembering Yugoslavia. Thank you for listening find additional information song embeds links and a transcript of this episode at slash podcast the track hey Slováci, courtesy of Lazarus, thank you follow the band on social media the metal version of hey slaveni courtesy of urosh andriasevic thank you check out his youtube channel guitar riff cover of osvajaci Pronajime courtesy of nenad konstantinov thank you follow nenad on facebook and youtube at yes i love guitar and buy his guitar lessons at yesiloveguitar.com the songs by Zlatko Manejlovic, aka Zed Mitchell, Yugo Project, and Zabranjeno Pushenje used with permission. Thank you all. Please follow these bands on social media and buy their music. Additional music by Petar Alargic, licensed under Creative Commons. I am Petar Korchniak. Ciao!